0: Hey friend, bringing you an unfiltered look into life lately, sharing with you from my heart in hopes to encourage you where you are at, plus a little mindset shift, the four things I'm currently focusing on in my heart and my schedule over these next few weeks of crazy. Ready to jump in and feel encouraged in today's episode? Life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day, all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen of long winded to do lists and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, and to reassure you that you don't have to have it all together, that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friend, not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 93 of the Best Day Podcast. Hey friend, welcome to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. It is your host Haley and I am so excited to be here with you for another episode and another week, another wonderful Monday as we are cruising through the end of July. Can you believe that? I cannot. I feel as if time is moving so quickly, which we always say, but For some reason, I really feel like somebody's holding down that remote and pressing fast forward and I'm trying my best to keep up. I am so excited for today's episode. I am going to just share with you a few things that have been on my heart, just to be really open and honest of some of the things that I've been struggling with, the areas of my heart and my life that just feel a little messy, feel a little raw in the moment, as well as a mindset shift. Really been thinking of a few things lately, lots of things placed on my heart, and really wanting to bring that to the podcast and share with you the four things that I am adjusting in my own life in hopes of living as a better and more whole version of me within these next few weeks. And I really want to share that with you in hopes to encourage you as well. So that way, if you are feeling some of these same things and thoughts and feelings and emotions, we can work through this and overcome together. Now, I wanted to invite you to join us in the Facebook group. Here's the deal. I have a Facebook group. Here's the reality. (laughs) Not much happens over there, but that is absolutely about to change. Currently in the midst of a pretty big Facebook group revamp. Primarily because I want to have a online community to support you and to encourage you and to show up for you there. And so if you are into online communities of encouragement and joy seeking, then this group is for you. And I would love for you to click the link in the show description and come join us over there truly want to build a community that is full of encouragement, support, and joy. And it would be such an honor to continue this conversation over in the Facebook group. And if you have already joined the Facebook group, get ready because it's going to bring some fun, encouraging, exciting things your way there so soon. Now, I just want to share with you a little bit of behind the scenes over at the Best Day podcast. What currently is going on? This week, I'm back into the classroom to finish out year 10 of teaching. Students don't start until the following week, but this week will be a whole big adjustment of my son back in daycare. He's been telling me all weekend no school, no school. And so, bracing myself for tomorrow morning when that drop-off happens. Stepping back into the classroom after a summer break, really eager about what's going to happen there. I feel like my heart is just so conflicted and it's been conflicted for a while. I love teaching. I love being a mom. It's hard to do both. I feel fulfilled doing both, but it's just this really interesting place that I'm really trying to focus on as to honoring myself and my heart and where I'm at and just really trying to be more in tune with myself. Within the last couple of weeks, of course, it's been the end of summer and I had all these crazy expectations of things that I wanted to do and they did not happen. And not just things to accomplish or check off a list, but things I wanted to do with my son, memories I wanted to make to really soak up this sweet summer day feeling. And life just got in the way. Our AC went out Our AC was broken for about five days, where it was about 87 degrees in our home for about four or five days in the heat of July summer in Georgia. That just really threw me off in so many different ways. Fortunately, we do have a finished basement that has a separate AC system, but it's hard to just live in your basement and it's hard to try to teach your toddler to only stay in one section of the house because, well, the rest of the house is super, super hot. We finally got the AC fixed. I was feeling super excited to have some little level of normalcy back. And then the very next day, I ran my car into the garage and completely shattered the rearview mirror and was so upset. My car is pretty brand new. I got a new car back in May and so the fact that I just completely did something so stupid and I was rushed, I was overwhelmed and boom, my mirror just smacked right into the garage door. That was wonderful. And then this is going to be interesting. So I hesitate to share this story with you because number one, it's a good story. But number two, I feel like it reveals a couple of interesting personality traits of mine that I'm worried about sharing, but I'm going to do it anyways, because this is an honest open room here. So, I am a big dog lover. We have two dogs of our own. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you might remember way back in November of last year, me coming on the podcast, sharing with you about how I spent an entire weekend looking for a lost golden retriever. And they found the golden retriever. It was amazing. My husband and I got very invested in this situation. Well, fast forward to the last two weeks. And once again, I found myself very invested in a missing dog case in a neighborhood that was about 15 minutes from our house. This nine-month-old, adorable, golden retriever puppy got out of the house when they were moving furniture and was missing for two weeks. While it was super close to our home, I, being myself, really wanted to just spend a couple of free moments driving my car in and around the neighborhood And that turned into my heart becoming so invested in this family. They have young kids. I reached out to the woman who was, you know, obviously this is her dog, her family. I connected with her. We were texting throughout this entire time period. I really just wanted to be there to support her and just say, hey, like, is there anything we can do? Thinking of you guys, believing that your dog will be home so soon. And for some reason, and it's hard to fully explain There was something in my spirit that just felt super connected to this situation in a way that I can't describe. I just knew in my heart, in the depths of my soul, that somehow I am connected to this situation. And I followed that instinct. And so, sure enough, my son has been fighting pretty much all of his naps the last week of summer. And so, eventually, it got to the point where I said, I'm not going to fight you. Do you just want to go in the car, take a nap in the car, and we'll go look for this dog? So, I'm not gonna tell you how many hours I spent looking for this dog, but it was quite a bit of hours. Now, fast forward to this past weekend, my husband and I just celebrated our 10-year wedding anniversary. My parents had my son for the weekend. We were gonna go to a little day trip or a weekend getaway, one-night weekend getaway um, in a town, Athens, close to where we live, about two hours away. And we were on our way there on Saturday. And I reach out to this lady and I just simply asked, hey, any updates with the dog situation? And she responded with some alarming news that just didn't sit right with me. A couple of sightings of a dog that possibly looked injured. And I felt like I couldn't breathe. And this was weird. I very rarely have felt this way. I felt extremely anxious and extremely just overwhelmed. And my husband and I, talked through this. He knew how invested I was in this situation. He knew that I was very upset. Now, of course, understand like life has been hard for us in the last several months. My father-in-law passed away after a very short, quick, fast battle with cancer. And that's been so hard on my family. That's been so hard on my husband. That's been hard on our relationship. And so. We're going into this anniversary weekend with a lot of emotions, (laughs) heavy hearts that still are trying to process a lot of stuff. And so this dog situation almost was a trigger for me, definitely, but also for him of, okay, well, this is a really sad situation that maybe we can control. So let's get involved. And we decided to leave. We checked into our hotel. We got lunch. We Went to a brewery and then we decided to check back out and head back home. So we drove two hours, we're in Athens for two hours, and then drove back home for two hours. And when we got home, I connected with the lady again. She had just mentioned that there was a sighting of the dog in their neighborhood not their neighborhood, but the neighborhood closest to them. So we drive over there, we get a leash, we get some snacks. I get a Chomps bar, which or a Chomps jerky stick, which I love, by the way. And we decided to spend about an hour and a half looking for the dog. That was the whole intention of leaving Athens and coming home. And it was funny, right? This is obviously something my husband did for me. And we said to each other, and he said specifically, you know, is this crazy? Are we crazy for doing this? Yes. But if there's a chance that we can help this family find their dog, it's 100% 100% worth it. And so we are looking, we're going through the neighborhood, and we were praying that this dog would be found. And we are about to leave the neighborhood about an hour and a half of searching. And we decided to drive down this street one more time. And I start saying, thank you for helping us find the dog. Thank you for helping us find the dog. Just speaking in faith, thanking God for helping us find this dog. And We get to the cul-de-sac and there's a couple standing outside with their phones in their hands. So we roll down the window and we just say, hey, have you seen a golden retriever? And they said, yes, the golden retriever just went this way. And we parked in their driveway and they said, we are on the phone with, you know, the owners. They're on their way over here. We proceed to walk around this house. My husband went to one side where the fence was. I went to the other side and we walked into, or I walked into the backyard. I was alone at this moment. And... It was hard to see anything at first, but in the very back corner of this backyard, there was two fences super close together. And the sweet golden retriever, nine-month-old puppy was just laying, burrowing himself in between these two fences and was obviously looked so scared. It's been two weeks since he's been home. There have been really bad storms. We actually had tornadoes touch down not far from our house a few days before. And goodness, this was the dog. And I look behind me and at this point, the lady who I had been texting all for the past two weeks was there with the other dog. And of course, we had to figure out how to get the dog out from between the two fences, but it happened and this dog was found and I helped find it. And this lady looked at me and we hugged and she goes, thank you so much. You have no idea. Like, I don't think we would have found this dog if it wasn't for you. So what the heck? We found the golden retriever. I felt Just like once that happened, it was if whatever was off balance in my soul shifted and I felt like I could breathe again. And it was a beautiful reminder to me about faith, especially faith that has been shaken lately with loss and, and death. And it was a good day and for being so incredibly invested in this missing dog situation for two weeks, to where I couldn't focus or think through anything, it was just such a beautiful moment. So yes, my husband and I left our anniversary weekend early, drove back home to help find a missing golden retriever, and the dog has been found. And for us, we will always, always look back on our 10-year anniversary and smile so deeply because of what we were able to help do. And so that was super fun and just really kind of influenced this conversation today. I just feel like life has been crazy and there's been so many things that have been pulling my attention in so many different ways. And as I head back into this classroom, right, teachers know the first month of the school year is insane. It's crazy. It's hectic. There's so many craziness everywhere. And It really made me want to kind of sit and embrace a mindset shift, really change how my mind is, change where my heart's at in order to refocus some of my goals and realign my heart to the things that matter the most. And so that is what I'm about to share with you, the four things that I am shifting within my mindset to really, truly live more as a whole version of myself in the month of August, in the back to school season where I have gone from being at home for summer with a summer routine to then becoming fully back into that working mom life. And so, If you also are in a transition where you have one season that's ending and a new season that's coming up, whether that's a new job or kids going back to school or a new passion project or maybe you're moving, whatever it is for you. I'm hoping that this can give you some inspiration and opportunity to sit down with yourself and reflect on what's not going right and how do I want to really just step up in certain areas so I can be better, not in this I need to be perfect way, but in this I need to be more whole way. And so four things. The first thing I'm going to share with you that I'm really focusing on is I want to show up more for other people. I really want to, in the next few weeks, make it more of an intention and the habit for myself to show up more for other people, to be a better friend, to check in on other people more often, more frequently, just to send a message, hey, I'm thinking about you. You've been on my heart. There's so many times throughout so many moments of my life that people come to my mind and my heart and I should actually act on it. I should text them. I should say, hey, like you're a blessing in my life. And not just that, but I'm thinking about being back in the classroom and not just around students, but around coworkers and people that I inter- interact with. And truthfully, I can sit in a shell. I can retreat into my own little bubble when I feel overwhelmed and have a lot going on. And I really want to have a mindset shift here to step out of that and instead go out of my way and uplift and encourage using my words. The people in my life that I care about. And that is definitely something that I'm really going to focus on and really just to take the focus away from me and focus more on others. There's been a lot of people I know in my life who've recently had babies and I want to be able to celebrate them and support them and help them and either bring them a meal or something as a little just gift for them to love on their, their new life in their life. And that's something that just has been on my heart. And I really wanted to share that with you Because I think it can be easy to get caught up in what I need to do or what I'm doing for my immediate people, right? The people in my family or the people in my classroom. But I really want to take a moment in these next few weeks to shift my perspective even larger and expand my view even more and show up more for other people. Being able to invest in this dog search and being able to focus so much on Empathy and compassion really did a number on my heart, and I want to be motivated for those things more, to be empathetic and compassionate towards others and to go out of my way to meet their needs where they're at. And so the first thing I'm doing to shift my mindset right now is to show up more for other people. The next thing that I'm doing that I'm really wanting to focus in on is having more intentional moments with my son. I feel like I talk a lot about intentional living and how to live a more intentional life. And truthfully, the last couple of weeks, given all the things I described earlier between no AC and a rental car and a lost dog and craziness, life was busy and hectic and all over the place. And it just felt like a hot mess. And as I head into a new school year with a new schedule and new routines, I want to be super intentional with moments with my son and find little ways to slow life down, to slow the little moments down even more and find a stillness, to be able to actually sit in a moment with him, read a book with him, snuggle with him, play a game, play construction trucks, play with his play kitchen, and not worry about what needs to be done. To be able to take my mind in that moment if I'm sitting there snuggling. And instead my mind is racing of, okay, I need to do this. I need to get up or after bedtime, this, these are the five things I'm going to do, right? Instead, just to release those thoughts and to not let them control me and to take a deep breath and exhale and release all of these things that I'm carrying without really trying to. And I'm going to do this through planning more intentional moments with my son during the week. I'm going to do this by making sure that when we're spending time together that my phone's not in there. I feel like when our phones are near us, we click, we look, we check everything and it sends us into a spiral, either a spiral of self-doubt, a spiral of comparison or a spiral of, oh my gosh, all these things that I need to do. And so I'm going to slow life down and I'm going to look ahead of time at my schedule for the week and figure out little moments that will be us moments because I need that. I know he needs that, but I need that so much, that quality, intentional time just to pour into myself. Now, if you are all about that, how to live a more intentional life, I have an episode that you are absolutely going to want to check out, and I'm going to link it in the show notes. It's episode 39, Prioritize What Matters Most, How to Spend Quality Time and Intentionally Connect with Your Kids During the Week. This is one of my more favorite episodes I ever recorded. I had so much fun really digging deep and planning out the content for that episode. So if you also are wanting to hear strategies and ways to figure out how to be more connected with your children during the work week, definitely after listening to this, check out episode 39. All right. So number two, intentional moments with my son. Number three and number four are kind of similar but they're different. So number three, the third mindset shift I'm focused on right now is grounding myself. I really want to focus on grounding myself both physically and spiritually. I really want to take more moments to check in with myself, to see how am I doing. Lately, I've felt more anxiety. I've felt more pressure. I felt more tension. And I want to tune in in those moments. I want to not run the other way, but sit with it and say, why do I feel this way? What's going on? What's causing these emotions? What's causing me to react? Oh, that's a big reaction. Haley, why did you react that way and learn more about myself to unlock even more so I can grow? And that's something I really want to focus on as I head into new routines and new schedules and (laughs) my course load for what I'm teaching this year, which is a whole nother story. I want to focus on planning more moments of calm throughout my day, really grounding myself, pulling myself back to earth, right? Recentering myself, going inward, not outward, but coming back inward to me. And I want to do this through slow starts to the day, really tuning into that morning routine, but morning routines rooted in gratitude and prayer and just quiet within my soul and not being afraid to work through the big feelings and let myself deal with it, whether that's through journaling, whether that's through talking, you know, talking deep to my husband, talking to those around me. That's really what I want to focus on. And I think it's important that we take the time to go inward and listen to ourselves, listen to how we feel, how we're Dealing with things when we feel stressed, to take a moment and figure out, well, what's actually pushing my button here so we can be more aware of ourselves and learn more about ourselves so that we can grow. And then finally, the last thing that I'm really shifting with my mindset here is pouring into myself and nurturing myself. I love to pour into other people. I love to encourage. I love to use that as an outlet, but I want to take that back and bring it to myself. And of course, proper nurturing in terms of the things that we need as human bodies, right? Proper hydration, which I do hydrate pretty well, but I drink way too much caffeine in iced coffee. So I probably need to cut back on that. Paying attention to sleep, making sure that sleep is a priority. Movement is a priority. A couple of those things, sleep and movement, especially have been totally off whack lately. But really the biggest thing here, and this is a big shift I'm really wanting to focus on, is nurturing joy. Nurturing joy within myself and making sure I am actually finding the moments, even if it's a four or five minute window of time Where I'm doing the things that I love to do, the things that fill me up, the things that bring me excitement and an enthusiasm for life. I recently just bought a puzzle, a beautiful, fun puzzle of of retro stamps of different world travel places. It's super cool to look at, very aesthetically pleasing, and it's sitting on the dining room table. And I always love whenever we go on vacation as a family, we have a puzzle and we sit at night. And we work on the puzzle or in the morning with a cup of coffee. And I want to be able to do that. I want to bring that element of vacation to my everyday life, especially during a busy time period. And even if it's just a few minutes a day, that's definitely something that I want to make a priority so that I can feel more alive within my heart. And so that's definitely something that I'm focusing on and shifting my priorities and my mindset to. So those are the four things that I'm currently doing that, well, I'm not currently doing them. I'm making a point to start doing them tomorrow. (laughs) That is what I'm really focusing on as I head back into pre-planning and the school year starts and my son's back in daycare and our schedules become a lot crazier. I really want to focus on these four things and not in a perfection way, not in I have to be perfect and do it all, but in a way where I'm being more of the person I need to be, where I am showing up more for other people and planning these intentional moments with my son, right? I need to do those things. It fulfills me when I can show up more for other people. I feel so whole inside when I can spend moments with my son, right? Those moments are incredible. I'm way more fulfilled and have more purpose and meaning in my life than when I'm sitting there just scrolling randomly through my phone. Being able to ground myself in a physical way, in a spiritual way, And also pouring into myself and nurturing her, specifically nurturing the joy within my heart. The truth is we are all living through the messy and the crazy every single day. We are working through big feelings and big emotions, just trying to make sense of it all and really decipher it and understand it. And it's important to remember to stay true to you. It's important to listen to yourself, to pay attention to your little cues and your little triggers and figure out why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. And it is important to take time for a mindset shift, taking the time right now to see what's going well, what's not going well, and what you are in need of. Not based in perfection, but based in realistic expectation. To do the things that you actually need to do, that you are in need of, so that you can thrive, so that you can be well, so that you can feel good and feel like you are living your best day. Every single day. It is always such an honor to be able to share with you over this podcast. I wish you could see the joy on my face and the joy in my heart when I press play. This is just such an important moment for me that I do not take for granted that you are listening, that you are hearing these words. And I just want you to know how important you are to me, and I want you to know so deeply how much you matter and how important you are to the world and how much meaning and value your life has. And I just want to say that you're doing a great job. Keep showing up as you are. On the good days, on the hard days, you are doing an incredible job, and I am so proud of you. Friend, if you could do me a really big favor, if you have not yet left a five-star written review... Do you mind heading into your podcast player and clicking the five stars with a little note as to why you love listening to the Best Day podcast? It would mean so much to me and I would feel so encouraged through your review. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. I am so excited for us to continue to do this. We are coming up close to our 100th episode, so that will be a big fun celebration. But until then, cheering you on, wishing you a wonderful and happy week. Until next time, friend, have the best day. thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.